This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord. So, the obsessive anti-Constitution never-Trumper Liz Cheney has been sent packing by her own voters in Wyoming in a landslide. Three cheers for Wyoming. I'll have more in a minute, but first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow. And now our friend Mike Lindell has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code JEFF. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now, make no mistake... Wyoming's Liz Cheney was not about supporting the Constitution. It was exactly the opposite, which is exactly why she has now been thoroughly defeated in her race for renomination, losing her bid for renomination by some 30 points. And all one has to do is look at her performance on the decidedly anti Constitution January 6th committee, where she and fellow so called Republican Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, and he's not coming back either made their disdain for the Constitution abundantly clear. Here was Liz Cheney in conversation with ABC's Jonathan Carl a while back on why she should win her primary election fight, a fight which she has now lost and lost big time. Said Liz, quote, Well, I think it's important because I will be the best representative that the people of Wyoming can have. The single most important thing is protecting the nation from Donald Trump. And I think that that matters to us as Americans more than anything else. And that's why my work on the committee is so important and why it's so important to not just brush this past. I think it's very important that people know the truth and that there are consequences, unquote, know the truth. Can you imagine that coming from Liz Cheney and the January 6th committee? They're not after the truth. They're after making up stories. They're after phoniness. The Federalist Molly Hemingway, in her usual straight-on perceptive style, described Liz Cheney's remarks as emblematic of a corrupt political establishment. Wrote Molly, quote, Liz Cheney is the id of the regime, truly something to behold, the unhinged obsession, the loss of any semblance of reality about what is and is not important the enslavement to beltway blindness, the desire to make people pay for the crime of rejecting what the establishment decreed, unquote. The Washington Times has also touched exactly on the point Molly was making about Liz Cheney. The Times editorialized it this way a couple weeks ago, quote, Wednesday's January 6th committee hearing made clear the committee has been about three things all along. First, It wanted to disqualify Mr. Trump from running for public office again. 
More disturbingly, it wanted to marginalize those voters who supported and support Mr. Trump and make sure that they are disqualified from participating in the political life of the Republican Party specifically and the United States more generally. The presence on the committee of legacy Republican representatives Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger makes it clear that part of the mob that has organized against Mr. Trump's supporters includes the sad and decayed remnants of your father's Republican Party. Third, the committee is designed to send an unequivocal message to any future aspirants to public life that transgression of policy norms, not behavioral norms, will be met with the harshest possible measures. If it were about behavioral norms, phenomena like Black Lives Matter riots, attempted assassinations of Supreme Court justices, and firebombing churches and pregnancy centers would be under the microscope, unquote. All of which is to say that Liz Cheney has made herself the very symbol of the corruption of elitists within the American political establishment. She's been doing her best to remake the American constitutional republic into a banana republic, where a favored political class reigns supreme, and any quite legitimate political challenges to that class will be met with everything from threats of prosecution to bankruptcy. And now, in true banana republic style, the FBI swoops down on the private residence of a former president of the United States in the style of Joseph Stalin's state security. Then it proceeds to ransack the place, even going through Melania Trump's clothes closet and stealing the former president's passports, and then lying about it. What? What? And this authoritarianism, outright fascism to be clear, is just peachy keen with Liz Cheney? The answer is yes. Thank God for the good people of Wyoming, unceremoniously giving her the boot. Among her hostile anti-constitutional obsessions on the January 6th committee, as documented, documented by one of my colleagues over at the American Spectator, Melissa McKenzie, was subpoenaing Republican members of Congress, including one member who was booted off the select committee by Nancy Pelosi herself, Ohio's Jim Jordan. Those members were Lauren Boebert of Colorado, Andy Biggs of Arizona, Mo Brooks of Alabama, Madison Cawthorn of North Carolina, Matt Gates of Florida, Louis Gohmert of Texas, Paul Gosser from Arizona, and Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia, Jody Heiss and Jim Jordan, and my own congressman, Pennsylvania's Scott Perry. This was, to say the least, unprecedented. And note well, the FBI has also swooped down on Congressman Perry and, yes, confiscated his cell phone eventually returning it after they did God only knows what with it. And by the way, I hope you'll tune in on September 6th, where I will have a conversation with Congressman Perry. September 6th. And it wasn't just the 100 plus citizens that have been named in those subpoenas given to AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, T-Mobile, and others. How many elected officials, journalists, acquaintances, family, and activist data were scooped up by the select committee. How is this constitutional? Unless, of course, you're Liz Cheney. The subpoenas included all individuals on the subscriber's account and everyone those people messaged or spoke to. The time frame the committee demanded data on was far-reaching. Any and all contact with the individual for two to three months prior to January 6th and all the way to January 31st, 2020. This is tens of thousands of moms, 
children, clergy, reporters, and Republican and conservative influencers who were in touch with everyone from White House aides to prominent activists. This is wildly unconstitutional, and all of it, say again, all of it, was just fine with Liz Cheney. Nowhere was this more in evidence than when Cheney and her subcommittee pals issued a 248-page detailed trip into a wonderland of blatant untruths and fascist-style police state meanderings. Where to begin? Well, as a reminder, let's start here, where the filing states, quote, the select committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol, here and after select committee, is investigating the violent attack on our Capitol on January 6, 2021, and efforts by the former president of the United States to remain in office by ignoring the rulings of state and federal courts and disrupting the peaceful transition of power, unquote. Stop. Full stop. Note the clever lie that Cheney signed on to. In fact, quote, ignoring the rulings of state and federal courts and disrupting the peaceful transition of power, unquote, was in reality obeying the U.S. Constitution. That would be, in this case, Article 2, Section 1, which quite specifically states, let me quote it, each state shall appoint in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in the Congress, unquote. Ignored in the run-up to the January 6, 2021 convening of Congress, specifically on December 4, 2020, Newsweek reported of my home state that, quote, dozens of Pennsylvania state legislators, unquote, had, quote, sent a letter Friday asking the state's congressional leaders to dispute Pennsylvania's 2020 election results before the U.S. Congress meets to count electoral votes on January 6th, unquote. Which is to say, dozens of Pennsylvania state legislators, Pennsylvania, again, my home state, were upholding their constitutional responsibility to do their jobs and see to it that the certification of the electoral votes from Pennsylvania was honest. And the January 6th committee, with Liz Cheney playing a leading role, was demanding that this constitutional duty of state legislators be blatantly ignored and overridden. Now, at last, Liz Cheney has paid the price for her blatant anti-constitutionalism. The people of Wyoming have risen up and said in one voice, enough. In the famous words of a British member of parliament to then British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain in May of 1940, as Chamberlain's policy of appeasing Adolf Hitler collapsed, quote, you have sat too long here for any good you have been doing. In the name of God, go, unquote. Now, Liz Cheney will go, at least for a while. Are you ready for this? And losing, she compared herself, no kidding, to Abraham Lincoln and hinted at a 2024 run for the White House. You know, that old Clint Eastwood line comes to mind. Go ahead. Make my day. Thank you, Wyoming, and God bless. And let that be a lesson to all those who think they can violate the Constitution at will, run an authoritarian state, and get away with it. For the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, to catch up on the news and views. Thanks for coming, and see you next time. 